0: Hello and welcome to the podcast on the Archivist feature in Archives of Disease in Childhood. My name is Robert Scott Jupp. I'm going to talk about an Archivist article that is in the March 2016 issue of ADC. And this relates to a paper published in JAMA Paediatrics about early weight gain and diabetes. Now, type 1 diabetes is getting more common. There's no doubt about that, and all clinics are finding more and more children are getting it. We don't know the reasons. It's obviously a mixture of genetic and environmental factors. There is some suggestion that early life factors, possibly even prenatal factors, might be significant in interacting with many other factors to produce the the disease itself. Now, researchers in Scandinavia used two enormous birth cohorts from uh, two neighboring Scandinavian countries Norway and Denmark these were huge cohorts which actually recorded a lot of data on all babies born uh, in these countries they weren't exactly the same because some of the uh, time periods and the diagnostic criteria used were different but they were similar enough to be able to lump them together there were 60,000 births between 1998-2008 in the Norwegian cohort known as MOBA and the Danish cohort involved 40,000 born between 1996 and 2002 so there's nearly 100,000 children. Now for each of these children in both these cohorts there was data on weight and length of birth and at varying intervals up to 12 months of age and these were all routinely gathered. They were later able to determine which of these children developed type 1 diabetes and this could be tracked quite accurately by looking at the first prescription of insulin on the assumption this is the only reason that somebody would get prescribed insulin. They found that the mean age of diagnosis across the group in the uh, Norwegian group was 8.6 years and in the Danish group was rather older at 13 years. Overall they found a significant positive association between weight gain up to 12 months of age and later diagnosis of type 1 diabetes. The way they express this is slightly complicated but they looked at the hazard ratio, the odds of getting increased odds of getting type 1 diabetes relating to one standard deviation of weight increase over that period. In other words if you went up on the centile charts by the equivalent of one standard deviation your hazard ratio of getting type 1 diabetes was 1.2 times that of the general population doesn't sound much but in whole population terms it accounts for quite a lot of children there were obviously a number of potential confounders here Uh, for example parental diabetes would you'd expect the child to be bigger and grow more and obviously there would therefore be uh, an increased genetic risk but they found this had no independent effect There was no difference between the genders and they found no association between type 1 diabetes diagnosis and an increase in length. So this uh, appears to apply just to weight and not to overall growth. So we can conclude from this that chubby babies, but not tall babies, appear to be at increased risk, at least for this particular northern European population. Other populations may be genetically different. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's a shared predisposition for chubbiness and type 1 diabetes although it can't be ruled out. The authors wonder whether there is a physiological mechanism in that increased secretory stress from a baby that's fed a lot during its early months causes stress on the pancreatic islet beta cells um, and this might later make them more susceptible to the autoimmune changes and inflammatory damage is thought to cause the majority of cases of type 1 diabetes. I think it's probably going to turn out to be even more complicated than that. Epigenetics is a new science and this may uh, play a part as well. No one at this stage is suggesting deliberately restricting weight gain in infants that may be at risk in order to try and prevent them getting diabetes.